The following podcast may contain adult content and strong language. Now we just kind of can't uh, wait till we get to number nine. We just kind of found this configuration. Are you okay with this? Yeah, You're on I'm that. fine with this. You like the night? We're, we're sitting. We're sitting ninety degrees to one yep. another. Now, yep. what about six and three? Now, okay. So you're at a restaurant with your lady. Yeah. What is your preferred uh, seating configuration? Because different couples have different mm. ones. Now, side sit. So you'll go same side of a booth. Yeah, because then you get to watch people. Okay, I do like that. It looks. I admit, as the observer, I'm not a fan of that, but that's okay. Yeah, that's that's okay. fine. Ideally, I like a table for four that they're only. Because I like appetizers, so I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm. I like a table for four that they're only seating two people at, and then you and your date are at a forty-five to one another, and then you can okay. watch the whole damn restaurant. That yeah, I can see that. I can respect that. I can respect that. Yeah. Side sit. <laughs> not in... Okay, so let's say it's a diner and the booths are alongside, like along the side of the restaurant. That's not a situation where we would sit on the same side of the booth. If it's one of those half booths, half, you know, oh, chair on the other side... That has a name. That has a name. I don't know what it is. But you get to watch the whole restaurant from that kind of angle because the booth is facing outward. That has a name. It's like a... It's like a it's like an abutment or, or something. It's not the, an abutment. It's something like gi- that. A Jimmy booth. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. So, but we just kind of found it. We we're, we're recording in my place again, and you're there. I'm here, oh, and you're there on that and couch, and I'm on a completely separate couch, quite yes. a distance away from you. We can't sit on the same couch. That's not. I don't like. I feel like we can't be funny on the same no, piece of can't. furniture. It's. We went to a gathering last weekend, and we were on the same piece of furniture. And it was odd. Because they only had one piece of furniture. It's true. And they, so I feel like I can just be funnier at a 90-degree angle. It's true. We could do one. We could do one where we're, fa- we're at the same aspect yeah. and see if we're any less funny. We could look at the ratings, but that's implying that anyone's going to even listen to this. So Yeah. Well, we'll just have to find so out. So there you go. So there you have it. All right. So, what so, I, so we're I, in I, on episode two. I heard you got something for me. What okay. So episode two. Yeah, we're just you know we're just having a good time here. Okay, so this is um this is just a fun discussion. Okay, I'm not sure of how many opportunities for comedy there will be with this subject, but um I think we'll oh if there's a pocket we'll find it. Fret not. Okay, what's a band that okay. you haven't had a phase with that you feel like you ought to? A band I haven't had a phase with. But feel like I ought to. Yeah, like you like them, you respect them, but you haven't really done. You feel like you maybe you feel like you haven't given them the attention they deserve. Oh boy, that's a good one. It is a damn good one. Yeah, I'll. I'll Has to be band though, not artist. Band or artist? Music is the music is the point. Okay, that's fine. Well, you think about that. I'm going to throw out right now the Rolling Stones. 
Yeah. I don't feel like I've ever had a Rolling Stones phase. And I feel I like dabble. every time I listen to them, I'm like, oh, I should listen to the Rolling Stones more. I just know the hits. So I listen to this band, but it, it should... It, it was never a proper phase. It's always, if the music's on, I will keep it on, and I will listen to it, and I will enjoy it quite a lot. And it's really the foundation of a lot of what we listen to. But Zeppelin, I never went through a Zeppelin phase. I have to... I've gone through a proper Zeppelin phase. I have not gone through the proper phase. Hmm. I'd recommend it. Yeah. It's a good place to so be. yours is Stones, mine is Zeppelin. Yeah. Would you say that, con- conversely, you have, you've had a Stones phase? I haven't had a Stones phase. I feel like you might disagree. With the, you'll agree with me, but you'll disagree with this concept, perhaps. I think people are either Beatles people or Stones people. And we are both, without question, we are both Beatles, Beatles people. people. And when it comes to being sort of prolific about your music, it's the Beatles were probably the most prolific. And the Stones were kind of there at the same time but it's not it's just different and i think that i would say the stones are more traditional and the beatles are more avant-garde they were they were very avant-garde but that's that not time. why that's not i wouldn't no I, that's not why i like the beatles because they're avant-garde the I would stones say. are very bluesy in their roots without question and if you go back and you listen to original cuts of you know before they officially released honky tonk women that the original version of that sounds so different than what they actually released like it's from it's straight up just drawn from the blues and it's pretty remarkable but that's that's a very real sense in a very real sense it all comes back to the blues well, yes, and even everything jazz. does. Even, even jazz. jazz. Everything comes back to the blues. Um, there yeah, is no one. rock music without the blues. It's true. It's true. But um, the reason the Beatles were so avant-garde is they kind of subverted that. Yeah, but they it's, they did like... They had their blues... You know, Of course Have you did. heard the story of when John Lennon got off the airplane? The reporter asked him, what are you guys looking forward to see? And... John said, we want to see Muddy Waters. And the reporter yes. said, where's that? <laughs> well, So, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't too swift. Maybe he was just racist. And, and I think... <laughs> yeah, he could have been racist. Uh, I think the Beatles just... They have their pocket that they're in. And it just opened up so many pockets of... You know, and they do have more music that sounds bluesy, but they have music that sounds, you could say, poppy. You have music that that sounds rocky, and, and they have just, music that sounds like the Beatles. Yes, end it's of story. Just their their own category. Yeah, and I was resisting the urge to say zeitgeist, which is a word that yeah, a lot no, of people like no. to say, but I don't like it because it starts with the letter Z. You don't like Z words? Well, no, I just feel like I feel like you got zebra. I love a good zilch. Whenever zilch you say how much you get for that, you go, zilch. Ah, zilch. Yeah, zilch is good. I guess maybe I just don't like the word zeitgeist. Maybe I don't like the, the kind of people who typically use that word. You would murder in Scrabble if you played zeitgeist. You would. Yeah, I'm trying to think. You could. You, you could, would murder. Oh, you nail a triple letter score? On the Z? You nail oh. a triple. You nail, you nail a triplet on the, the Z. You're running away with it. Dude, a trip. You, you can actually, you don't even have to hit, hit it on the Z. You get out to that edge, you nail that triple word, baby. 
We should play Scrabble sometimes. We should. For people who are obsessed with words so much, we should play Scrabble. We, it's a way to learn new what words. What if we also. recorded while we played Scrabble? <laughs> we put the mics in stands. We got to play chess again them. soon too. We used to play. We chess haven't played a chess. Lot. We haven't played. Yeah. We haven't played cards in a while. Yeah, we got a lot. Of, we got a lot we, of stuff. We got to a do. lot of you know, um, a lot of activities. Uh, all right, there you go. Okay, so that mine was the Stones. The Beatles are. It it starts and ends with the Beatles for me as a musician, as a listener, as everything. It's just, okay. and I think you're the same way. I yeah. mean, I know you're the same way, but it's on a podcast, so I'm doing a little showboat in here. Yeah, well, I feel the same. The Beatles are. I was not interested in music until I found the Beatles. I will put it that way. I yeah, really, really didn't listen to music. I didn't listen to music until I started playing the guitar. Yeah. And my teacher just happened to love the Beatles. And he was always, okay, we're going to learn Beatles songs. And I say it to this day that that's all a kid needs to learn how to play the guitar is a Beatles book and a guitar. The Beatles book. That's right. Just and There's a million of them. Yeah. It's a great... Anybody, if you haven't listened to the Beatles, I know that we sound. I, we we, we don't want to be those guys. We, we sound like but, we sound like we should be wearing scraggly leather jackets in a shitty diner. Like we sound like old men shaking their canes more than usual right now. But just pick any album. If any you don't like album. the Beatles, just listen to them until you do. Yeah. But okay, so you got to go through a Stones phase. I got to go through a Zeppelin. Phase. Yeah, I feel like Start Me Up is like I like Start Me Up. That's later, but that's Start la- Me Up that's, that's, that's 80s. A, that's a throwing a baseball around that's in a good between album, innings. Though. That's a that's yeah. a good album. Though. I just love. I like the video too when he's he's doing his exercises. Yeah. Um, Sweet Virginia is a good uh, Stones song. Um, I really could take or leave painted black. I could take or leave. I used to like it a lot more than I do now. Um, but I think they have much better songs to offer than that. I okay. But I respect their compendium. What are you looking at? I is she giving a haircut again? She is giving a haircut. Wow. That's besides the point. But well, we did that last episode. I'm gonna say something. A song I can't listen to by the Stones that I can't listen to because it just to me it's like it's very like the same thing all the way through. Is you can't always get what you want. Yeah. I just can't do it. I can't always get what I want, though. So you I can't. Have to listen so sometimes to you have. Well, actually, I'm, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. And another one I'm gonna, another band I'm gonna flag is Pink Floyd. I love progressive I, rock too. Pink Floyd. Let me tell you something. This week, I was thinking about how underrated of a guitar solo it is in Money. Money, yes, because the one that the one that always gets the flag of the guitar solo is comfortably, comfortably not. which is also a Without phenomenal a guitar. Uh, David Gilmore, underrated, criminally underrated. Yes, almost. criminally underrated. And Pink Floyd, I did go through a phase with them. Oh, good and, for you! I'll, I'll con- you would, like have a cigar? I love have a cigar. Have a cigar is a great. That's one. a great tune. I will send you some stuff, like some Pink Floyd stuff. Absolutely, do you, it. Yeah, there's there's some great tunage there um who else have i not gone through a phase with because now we can do like secondary well the thing is uh, i will say i will say about gilmore is the thing with him that's so cool is he's not playing fast listen i love 80s i love hard rock and, and hair metal and stuff like that but there's something about the shredding that to me is 
can be a little non-musical. But yes. David Gilmour is playing so slow. Yes. You have to hit that note right. If you're if you're going to be holding that note for a long time, that note better be right. Oh, now, yeah. it's it's not and anybody's an expert at that. For sure. And it's yeah. not anybody's place to say what note is right or what note is wrong, but the fact that he's so expressive and voice-like is a quality seldom seen in other guitar players. I'll say that right now. It's true. Jeff it's true. Beck is another one who's like that. Rest yeah. in peace, Jeff Beck. Yeah, it is true. It's about it's about the soul that you put into your guitar playing. It's about you know? making it talk. It's about making it talk. At the end of the and day. Some people can, some people can't. The best guitar players make it talk. That's true. Mm-hmm. Eric Clapton probably... Is Eric Clapton the greatest guitarist of all time? I could make a case. I could make a case for it, but not strictly on his guitar playing. Okay. I mean, his songwriting, his contribution to the music. There's a much bigger picture. Um, What he's done for the blues. Yes. I would recommend, without question, you read his autobiography. You will learn so much about music in general. I don't know. It seems... He's one of my favorites. I don't know if he's the greatest of all time, but the thing with him... What you say? B.B. King? It's just hard to go genre-wise. It's, you know, B.B. King was the best at being B.B. King. That's true. And Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton was the best at being Eric Clapton. Um, that's that's a uh, that that's a whole. That, that Eric a whole. Clapton is one of the guitar players who you can listen to it and you say that's, that's Clapton. And there it, are certain players who are like that. There oh, are yeah. certain players who aren't. Oh but. yeah, I, I, absolutely. And um, you, it doesn't take very long to recognize what he sounds like, and he's almost completely independent of equipment. That's one of my favorite things. I love a nice rig. I love a rig rundown. I love a, a lots of pedals and effects, but I also love something that's simple about Clapton is he'll show up to a gig with a, his signature Stratocaster that's unmodified and a Fender tube amp and one cable, and he'll plug the amp into the wall and the guitar into the amp. He'll turn it on. He'll turn everything up. And that's what and he needs. And he sounds like Eric Clapton right out of the gate. And his singing, too. He's yeah. His singing is not discussed. For, and, uh, his, it's true. I mean, I'll say, it, I'll say it right now. We could go, we could go on a uh, secondary discussion right now. Cream. Okay. One of the best power trios ever. That's top true. three. That's true. And I have my top three. What are your top three trios? You mentioned this, but... The top three power trios, in my opinion, are The Police, Cream, and Rush. Rush? I was listening to Working Man the other day. Great riff. Rush is a lot of good riffs. And the thing is, with each of those bands that's very uh, interesting and peculiar to me, singing bass player. Yes. All three of them. Synchronicity one or two. I... I mean... I think I'm gonna ultimately I'm gonna go with Synchronicity Two for the Police, but I that do. Synchronicity album is my favorite Police. I like the later one. Yeah, um, Symphonicities also. Symphony, quite oh, a work folks, of art. listen to Symphonicities. Listen to Symphonicities. Go on Spotify and uh, listen to Symphonicities. Um, Terrific. Wow. So okay. So this kind of bleeds we, into mine. Then. Yes, and we, we could be boring people right now, but I don't care because this is good. Um, so I mentioned to you the baseball thing last week, of. If you had to build a team based off of musical artists, who are you putting at what position? But whether I think they could play that position physically or no, just no, no, no. strategically. Just who do you think fits the bill? Okay. Let's go. And Let's not, maybe not do all nine. Let pick a position. Okay. Because I was original because we could no, there do may it with, be a lot of there may be a lot of idle space with this, but I'll just take care of it in post. Like there could be you could do it with actors also. I think it'd be easier with actors, but 
We're on the subject of music. We're on the subject of music, so we can do that another time. So I could give you... All right, so... Or, wait, if you if you pick a position and I'll put someone in that position, or do you want to pick the musician and I'll, and, and I'll pick the position on the baseball field? I say pick a position and then name... Oh, this is great, because then you could do a batting lineup, too. Right, okay. So let's just say pitcher. On, on your team, who's going to be your pitcher? On my musical baseball team, who am I going to pick? Who's my ace? Um, so we need someone who can perform in a tense situation. Make or break a game. Make or break a game. Cool head. Cool head. And it's got to be able to rip a nice four-seamer. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> This is tough. Mine is David Bowie. I'm I'm starting David Bowie. I'm starting David Bowie. Because you know what? He probably throws a fucking knuckleball in there and um yeah, I was I was uh to me I was thinking of what I'm thinking of this as more of as a what role in a band can make or break it and i was actually thinking of a drummer okay and i was trying to think of what drummer i'd okay i'd start john bonham so you would start john bonham i would start david bowie okay yeah catcher the backstop the backstop no but is the no see now i want now i feel like the the catcher should be the drummer Hold because down, the catcher down is the exceptionally fort. important because the catcher calls the game. It's telling the pitcher what pitches to throw. Yes, the catcher calls the game. I'm gonna all right, I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna put John Bonham at catcher. Okay. And then pitching. Um I think I'm thinking about this too pragmatically. Because I was like, who is who is li- so who pops up? Um, Just a fun little exercise. No, I know. I'm thinking about it way too hard. Because like, like I got Billy Joel catching David Bowie. You got Billy Joel catching David Bowie. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. Billy Joel putting on a fucking catcher's mask and lifting that shit. I could see it. Last November, I saw Billy Joel live. Yeah. Madison Square Garden. We went for my father's birthday. Absolutely incredible. So much of that show was not what I expected it to be, but yet it um it it's exceeded a it. My, the expectations were so high yeah. that it exceeded it. He's funny. The way he interacts with the crowd, more so than a lot of musicians I've seen live. Okay. When you watch Billy Joel, it is very clear that he's been doing this for a long, long, long time. He, yes. he was, I've never gifted. Se- I've never seen somebody more comfortable on a stage. That's why he could be a catcher. He's yeah, yeah. That's why he's a good catcher. Billy Joel as catcher is a great, a great one. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna stick with Bonham holding down the pocket. Okay, so let's go to the outfield. Let's not do the infield I, first. Okay, but I, no, I want to think of a pitcher because I feel oh, like oh, you a don't pitch, have a pitcher. That's I don't right. have a pitcher. Okay, and a, a pitcher, I, I want to pick a front man just like you did. Okay, so um, you can pick a front man. I'll go with. Uh, all right, I know who I'm gonna have as my relief pitcher. But I'm going to... Uh, You're closer. <laughs> yeah, I know who I'm going to have as my relief pitcher, but I'm going to think of a front man. Um, all right. You know what? I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Dave Matthews as the pitcher. 
Dave Matthews. I'm a big Dave Matthews fan. That's a, now that's an out of left field. Oh, I'm going to go with Dave Matthews. I'm a huge Dave Matthews fan, so I admit yes. my bias of this rather unorthodox pick. But I've seen him live many, many, many times. He is an incredible front man. He keeps a cool head. He doesn't go too nuts. He can hum one right in. Over he the can plate. easily hum one right in. He's a really good. He's a very underrated guitar player. But I'm picking him because he could. He really could be in there for the long haul. Yeah, and um, you know his shows—they start at eight and they end at eleven thirty. Yeah, there's no opener, there's no break, there's just an encore break. He is an extremely energetic performer, and he is so kind of calm in the face of pressure. I saw him once where there was a rain delay in the middle of the show. He left, he came back on. He did not lose the vibe. He's an—I'm okay. So Dave Matthews is my pitcher and my reliever is another great Dave, who's also a rhythm guitar player. I'm going to go David Byrne from Talking Heads as the relief pitcher. Okay. An, an underrated front man. So relief, okay. So we're picking one relief pitcher. Okay. We're just spitballing here. Okay. I'm going into the outfield. I need some agility at center field because you have to cover the most amount of ground in center field. I am going to go with Sting in center field. On that principle, that is a great pick. Sting in center field. I'm going to go someone with... Now, I didn't go with John Fogarty, who sings the song center field. <laughs> That's true. And you didn't I don't even with... know if John Fogarty is going to make the team. I don't... Is He's going to get cut in the first round. I think, I think John Fogarty is... Uh... John Fogarty might be that, guy, that, that kid they put in. Put me in coach. Yeah, he might be that kid that they put in when you know when you're leading by seven. It's like, yeah, we'll throw the, uh, we'll, we'll throw him, we'll throw him in right field. I got, I got Sting in center, you know, singing "Driven to Tears" as he's going to do a snow cone on the side of. <laughs> I was, I was, I was picturing him doing it too. What's the fuck is that? He's in, song? The, he's in the fields of gold. I mean, come on, I was, he fields of gold, <laughs> center fields of center gold. fields of gold. A sting story. Sure. Gordon Sumner, excuse me. It's Gordon Sumner. He's right. right there in center. Who you put? Who you putting in center? Um, okay, so a uh, I want to put a guitarist in center, and I want to put a guitarist who's versatile like that. I want to put somebody who can. Who's a who can lay down a track but also play a killer lead? Um, yeah. When I mean lay down a track, I'm putting Eddie Van Halen in center field. Okay. Eddie Van Halen is an underrated. I feel like he's an infielder though. I feel like Eddie Van Halen might be shortstop. He could be. I could see that. I'm putting Corey Wong. I'll, in I'll tell you field. one thing though. I don't think David Lee Roth is going to be on. I don't think. I don't think David. You want to talk about a front man named another front man named named David? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about David Lee Roth. Yeah. I get up. God, God bless him. God bless him. He's a he's a fantastic entertainer. Uh, Okay. I was going to say Corey Wong in center field. Okay. He's a jackknife. Okay. He's a bit of a jackknife. Another avant garde pick, but maybe more of a mainstream one. Okay. Um. I'll go with Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson. I'll go with Eric Johnson in okay. center field because he he's someone in his style. He covers a lot of ground. You got to be able to do that in center field. And also, okay. but he can he can make the throw to home plate when he needs to. 
I'm going to say. We're, we're setting ourselves up for disappointment because this is a game I'm going to actually want to see is these two teams facing each other. But playing baseball or as yeah. a band? As a band or playing baseball? Do it. Uh, we, okay. I'm really not picking it based on how good of a baseball player they'd actually be because Billy Joel, I bet you his knees are shot. I don't think he could catch. On left, in left, left field is important. Um, in left field. I've always felt that making the throw to home plate, I was an outfield when I played, making the throw to home plate I always felt was easier in right field. Yes, but, it's a more direct. But really what it is is that a right, when a right-handed hitter pulls, it's going to the left. All depends on the cutoff, man. It all depends on the cutoff. All depends on the and cutoff. And shortstops are typically better cutoff than second baseman. Okay, so... Would you disagree or agree with that? Shortstops know how to position themselves better. At the, I, I mean, it obviously depends on certain aspects, like their They're also better positioned to make reach. that turn, or a, a crow hop, they sometimes yes. call it. it depends whether they're a lefty or a righty, so yeah. there's, there's a whole bunch of... Okay, scenarios. well, I'm putting Eddie Van Halen at short. Who do you have at short? Okay, so we're going short now. Uh, oh, boy. Um... So short is important. There's been many great shortstops in history. Derek Jeter, it's obviously the number one. Um, You're wearing a Mets hat while you said that. Uh, listen, you can't I am deny greatness. A Mets fan through and through. There's nothing wrong with being a Jeter. Fan. I respect. There are many, maybe not many, but there are Yankees that I have tremendous respect for, and I and Derek Jeter is one of them. Andy Pettit is another one. Andy Pettit was a great pitcher. Even A-Rod, I have a ton of respect for. You have to, Never you mind have, all the other stuff. No, you have to respect A-Rod. But, you I'll, know. I'll throw one at you right now. David Wright. De- yes, and you, you oh, have to respect uh, that. Because that's about all the Mets to have the, to go he on. He went to the Padres. What's his name? Mike Piazza. Mike Piazza, yeah. He's he's one of the best of all time. Um, so, okay. So, shortstop. Uh, let's see. I'm going Johnny Cash at short. Johnny Cash at short. That is interesting. Yeah. Not just because the book is there. <laughs> I have a Johnny Cash biography on my coffee table right now. Um, I'm going Johnny Cash at short. All right, explain it. Because Eddie Van Halen and Johnny Cash are very different picks. Yes. So when it comes to getting that throw in to first, right? Johnny Cash, <laughs> first of all, he walks the line. He walks so the line. You have to. That's why he's a good shortstop. He's a good shortstop. You got to be on the lip of the grass. You got to, you know. And I feel like he would know how to position himself, and he would know. Also, again, he fits into that category of musicians that was just in another stratosphere as far as being prolific, and it just it just fell out of him. It just fell right out of him. Yep. So that's why I have it short. What position you want to tackle that? Who's your first base? Who's your first base? First baseman. Um. I think I I'm, I think I need a reliable rhythm guitar player. You know who I I'm would go- say. You know who I'm putting at, at oh. first base? Joe Perry. Joe Perry, but yeah. he's a lead. Joe Perry's rhythm playing t- is where it is to me. Okay. Toys in the Attic. Okay, yeah, that's true. Toys in the that's Attic true. is the textbook rock rhythm guitar okay. album in my book. Then I'll play because I agree with you. I think it's rhythm, so I'll put Malcolm Young at first. Malcolm Young, that's a great one. I will one. put Malcolm Young. It's so funny because uh, Angus Young is thought of as the lead guitarist of that band. I will tell they're, you. They're both monster rhythm players. Yes. I will tell you what I'm using Angus Young for, though. Oh, is he? he's on the team? He's on the team. Is he? Oh, hold on a second. Is he third base? No, he's not going to be third. 
Oh, okay. He's not even. He is a pinch runner that I'm bringing in because Angus he's Young so is a tiny pinch runner, and he moves around on stage like nobody else. And I feel he's like he could runner. slide between somebody's legs. Yep. So he's my Malcolm's my first. Angus is my pinch runner. Okay, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going Joe Perry on first base. Um, yep. How many more do we have? So I don't have a third or a second. I don't have a third or, or a left second. or right. Finish the infield. Okay, so at third, I will put. I'm going to put Phil Collin. Not Phil, Phil Collin, Collins. Phil Collin from Def Leppard. Phil Collin from Def Leppard. I'm okay, third. that's a that is a, a bit of an eclectic pick. It's an eclectic pick. Okay, he, explain your I, reasoning. Um, I think he's a good guitar player. I think. Third base again, you got to have really good defensive because of the ball that's going down the line. Also, Phil Collin has this thing where he just performs shirtless on stage, like consistently. Okay, and you think that's a third baseman? That's kind of a third baseman thing. The man's in phenomenal shape, so he has an excuse to be able to do that. But I will put Phil Collin from Def Leppard at third, tossing a Malcolm Young at first. That's like so you got you got a Collin throwing a Malcolm Young, but then you also. Who did I put it short? You put Johnny Cash. You're going to have a yeah. jo- Johnny Cash throwing a Malcolm yeah. Young? All right. Um, third, I think I got it. Third, I'm putting Satriani. Satriani at third? I'm putting Satriani Joe at third. Satriani. You know, because of power. It's power. Okay. It's power okay. music. It's a, it's a powerful sound, and it's, you know, it's, again, I'm I'm such, I'm a rhythm guy. I love I love a guy. strong rhythm player. Yeah. I don't have a lot of lead guitarists on my. I have no. I have Eddie Van Halen at short. You have Eddie Van Halen, and I have Eric Johnson in center field. Second. Now second base. This is the one that when you set. This is an interesting one. I always played second when I was in little. League. I played second a little bit. I actually played third, center field, and catcher. Oh. I protested against catcher. No, I, I protested too, and then I did it for one game, and I loved it. I was also not very good, so I was... the count blue. I, I, I used to love saying that. We used to have this guy at our Little League. He would we'll go, pick an umpire, too. Oh, we'll pick an umpire, of course. Is <laughs> the, the umpire the is Barry Gordy. <laughs> no, um, we'll pick an umpire, too. Uh, we, you could do all... We could pick a water boy. You could pick coaches. I know who my manager is going to be. All right, hold on. I want to do. I want to do second base. Do you want to? Do you want to do the whole team now, or you want to save this for another time? I I only got three positions left to fill. That's true. So, um, so, so what? You have second left and right. Second left and right. All right. So we'll just we'll just do the whole team, and then we'll do the uh, ancillaries maybe yeah. another time. All right. Second base and DH. We got to use a DH because DH is universal now. Both leagues use DH. Okay. The pitcher doesn't hit. Pitchers don't hit anymore. How do you feel about that, Mr. National League? I liked when the pitchers hit because I think it kind of you have to get smart about it and you have to there has to be a certain element of strategy. I always told that that was an element of baseball that made baseball real. That even made though it real. I was always an American League from a Yankee fan, fan from a fan perspective it is nice to not have a weak spot in the lineup like that. Yeah. But from a baseball like purist perspective it's. I think it takes some of the strategy. Every out of it, every player hits I, in that so game. I could do a whole thing about their new rules. All right, give me a little whatever. bit about what you think a second baseman needs, because be able to turn too. 
be, you able, be able to turn two. Be able to turn two. A double play. A double play. So what Six, does that, four, three. So, uh, what does that mean in a music context? Who plays in tandem with somebody very well? So who plays well? Well, they're all in band, so they all play well. But I'm trying to think of uh, someone who notably plays very well. Plays well with another person. Sometimes it's just a chemistry thing, you know. I feel like someone who you could put Elton John at second base. He has chemistry with a lot of people. You could put Elton John at second base. Very versatile. He's very versatile. Very versatile. Maybe, maybe his uh, he, Bernie Taupin is the person he plays well with, because that's the, that's the magic combination. I'm going to put two. Brian May at second base. Brian May is a good one of. I was trying to not pick another guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> Brian May's a good one. Um, All right, left field, right. Left field, right. Okay, uh, left field. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna approach this question: Who, as a musician, comes out of left field? In a good way? In a good way. Okay. You just never um, expect it. In left field, I'm going to go with Joe Walsh. Okay. Joe Walsh comes out of left field sometimes. He does. Because you hear, you hear, you forget how good of a guitar player he is. Like when, when he I'll came go, in. I'll go David Gilmore then. Yeah, you can go mm. David Gilmore. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm putting Joe Walsh at second. He plays well in Hotel California. You want to talk okay. playing well. So is Elton going to left? I don't know if Elton's going to left. That's a lot of ground for Elton to cover. That's a lot of ground for Elton to cover. I might do Elton. He'd be a good manager, I feel like. I feel like, yeah. Okay, we'll revisit that next time. I might um, have Elton as the manager. I'm putting, I still need a left fielder then, but no, because Joe Walsh and Don Felder, that is a magical solo on Hotel California. You yes. want to talk playing well with others. Yeah. Um, someone who comes out of left field, John Paul Jones. Okay, yeah. John Paul Jones. Great bassist. He's a great bassist. He's going to interface. He's going to edit with an Eddie Van Halen cutoff to Bonham. You yeah. want to see that band. Yeah, wow. You want, That is a rhythm section. I mean, Jimmy Page, don't get me wrong. I Maybe I'll throw Jimmy Page oh, in right. shit. I'm not even thinking about Jimmy Page. We're not even thinking about Jimmy Page. Oh, we, man. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm going John Paul Jones because they don't have a bass player. Oh, man. I got to put Jimmy Page in right. You're going to put Jimmy Page in right? Okay, so then I'm going to go with... I I don't... I love bass. I know you do. So I need to... I feel like I need to put another bass player in right field who's really good. Um... You know, I might go. You could go John Entwistle. John Entwistle. Yeah. That's quite. From, yeah, he's, he's underrated. I feel like I just kind of picked him because I'm trying to pick a bass player. You could put Getty Lee in right field. You could put. Yeah, he's a right fielder. He's got right field he's vibes, got right doesn't field he? Vibes. Yeah. All right, DH. I'm picking Slash as my DH. Slash as the DH. That's a good one. Saul Hudson. I mean, Saul who, Hudson. Who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? Um, I want to pick a. I want to pick a wild one. Pick a wild one. <laughs> Freddie Mercury. Nah. He's too thin to be a DH. He's too thin to be a DH. He doesn't have that build. No, it's. I don't. He's. He's one of the best. Don't get me uh, wrong. One of the best. Um, I feel like I need somebody sturdy. And again, this sturdy. is taking me into someone. Someone who can hold the pocket down. Hold it down. 
Did I pick a right fielder or did I say no? I put Getty Lee. I you put Getty, Getty Lee. Lee in right field. Um, I'm trying to think of someone who can really hold down the pocket. I'll tell you, if there's one person who's going to love this conversation, oh, I got it. Go ahead. Tim is going to love this. conversation. Tim is going to love this conversation. We might have him on. The thing yeah. is, that you could have this again and just pick all new people. I know. Yeah. And if I knew football, if I knew football, we could do football. Yeah, we could. I all right. Know I want another. Um, Oh, I had it. I wanted another drummer. Oh, yeah. Okay, DH, criminally underrated drummer is Stuart Copeland. Oh, from the, from police. the police. Yeah. Yeah. That is, yeah, criminally underrated. Yeah, he's he just just listening to his hi-hat alone, what he can do on the hat, it's the 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 dexterity he has with one hand is incredible. He's he's a that I I mean a lot of people disagree with me. The police invented punk. They are a punk band. No, police they are and, a punk band. Police and Talking Heads together invented punk. My manager is Paul McCartney. He'd be a good manager. I'm going to go Elton. I think okay. Elton would be a good manager because Elton is the one musician who would play extremely well with any of those guys. A team managed by Paul McCartney going up against a team managed by Elton John. Um, what a dream team. So there you go. So there you go. So that's uh, we got to call that... <laughs> musical baseball or musical something like. baseball we'll do actors one day we could do we yeah you could do you, you could i feel do, like that would have more broad you appeal can do for people. you can do any art form in yeah. any we could do it with italian dishes Are you kidding me i got carbonara playing right field <laughs> 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 are you are you telling me you got Asabuco throwing the chicken parmesan <laughs> listen i got chicken parm trying to steal third but chicken parm Stealing third there ain't easy. All right. We haven't done our favorite segment. What ticked you off this week? Um, a lot of things. Uh, we just came from couch shopping. And let me tell you, the people... That's true. We did just do a couch shopping excursion together. don't leave you the fuck alone when you walk in. It's just... How you doing? Can I help you? You looking for anything in particular? Yeah, it's like... Especially in a store like we were in, where it's empty, and then they're just watching you. It's look completely at, empty, except for you and the salesperson. And then you're like, it's, something the is other off one, here. It's honestly might be worse than a car salesman because it's just less. They can they can get you to spend that money easier because it's obviously a lot less expensive than right. a car. And I'm just looking. How many times do I got to say I'm, I'm just, just looking? looking. But I know it's their job. They're supposed to no, they, try and get you to leave there. With they something. want that commission. But the thing is, is that today it was like they were getting hostile with each other. It's like you just saw me say I was fine yeah. and walk past the first guy. And then this other one. And the, the funny thing is they're all like they're all like fucking Picasso. They all got iPads now. It's like they got that paint thing. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know if he Bob Ross with the it's like they're all got these iPads in their hand like Moses with the 10 fucking commandments. And. <sighs> They they just come up to you and they're and it's like there's you can't answer that question without sounding stupid or like yeah I'm looking for a couch and then they just have to say like oh well we got couches we got couches and it's like yeah I can see that there's thirty of them right around where I'm standing I can't it's not I, but yeah that that uh, 
That kind of ticked me off. Um, we it, we handled it, but yeah, it was it. just like I would just like to look, please. And then he kept going away, and then he kept coming back over. He's like, just wanted to let you know, like this one, this one we are having a sale. This one can be broken down into as many pieces as you want, except that middle section. That middle section is a big section. Okay, no, you keep that's, that. That, that has to stay as two, but the rest of them, they, like, like okay, yeah, I can, you know, I can figure that out. It's unbelievable. But you know, some people can't figure that out. No. Yeah, not a lot of vitriol in this one, folks, but that's okay. Listen, sometimes it's going to be vitriol. Sometimes it's just going to be an interesting conversation. And, uh, all right, folks, I all think right. that's going to wrap up episode two. Uh, you got anything else to say over there, uh, Cheech? No. There you that's, go. Uh, all right, well, we thank you for listening very much. And uh, I don't know, how do we sign this off? We hope you have a good week. and uh, uh, Have a good week. And, uh, and salud. Salud. Salud.